It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. That and a little echoey. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I noticed that too. I'm probably just, oh, there we go. I'm just going to move the mic closer to me. So, hello, everybody. We're a little intimate tonight. Um, yeah, trying, just trying stuff. Oh, wait. Maybe that's probably, yep, that's the problem. Let me just, uh, Yay, adjustment! There we go. Okay, sorry. I'm... I'm fooling around with stuff, trying to think of things, and since no one ever gives me feedback on stuff, I... It's because they hate us. I know they hate us. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, we are on episode number 58. Oh, yeah. And of course, like we did the introduction before, I'm not going to do that again because I remember last time we came up with a uh, drinking game. Um, (laughs) So actually, I'm curious if anybody... uh, If anybody actually attempted to play that drinking game and uh, survived... Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We do have some Twitter stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, if you want to follow us on Twitter or tweet us back or tweety everything and everything like Tweet-bird. that, we are at Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and check us out on that as well. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, oh, big, big, big news. That's uh, We're going to talk a little shot before we dive into our weeks and whatnot. But, yeah, um, big news. Uh, so... <laughs> I know it's we're thinking it's big news. Everybody else is like, uh, everybody else's podcast has already done this. Um, so we have, uh, yeah, we finally are on Google Play and or Google Music. I'm gonna go with music on this one. Yeah. Uh, but we all have our own individual station. So if you were listening to us on the, you know, the Android app, and uh, you were going through the entire network, uh, if you just want to subscribe to our show. Or you want to subscribe to um, other shows on the network like Ballpark Bros or you know Drunk Tank and uh, Longbox Cast and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm trying to think of another Starfleet Escape or the Ranger Power Hour Command Center. Um, then yeah, you can now boom search for that, get that subscription, and you can then get us you know when we update and everything like that. So uh, yeah, it's easier for you guys on Android phones now. So. Go ahead and check us out. Of course, we're on all the other things like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, backslash, not another be horrorcast. You can also contact us to give us your listener stories or spookish tales, uh, not another be horrorcast at gmail.com. Uh, or if you just want to drop us a line, like, hey, no way your three 
fingered aliens are possible, Steve. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. You and your three-fingered aliens. Hey, are... they are amazing, and people love you them. You so. Well, you don't know if people love them, because no one's telling you if they love them or not. So... All I know, hey, I'll put it this way. I tried it out on Matthew. I was talking about it, because I told him, I was like, oh, have you listened to the latest B-Horrorcast? And he was like, no, I'm a couple episodes behind. Oh, he uh, listens. Yeah, no, Matthew, I think he enjoys us. Oh, cool. I hope so. I don't know. Thanks, uh, but Matthew. he was, I, 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 I go, I told those like, so I was at a different state of mind last week. So on my perspective, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but I'm of pretty sure I'm way too close to the situation. Um, so I wanted other people to listen and be like, yay, Steve is actually that clever and funny and we enjoy this. Or Steve, you need to cut back a lot. <laughs> a lot. And go back to your normal thing. But yeah, so he was going to give me an outside, uh, story, cause I know Matthew will be real with me cause, uh, if <laughs> anyone listens, well, no, if anyone's ever listened to Socially Awkward, I'm pretty sure I might get on his nerves sometimes. He's just like, <laughs> come on, Steve, just <laughs> get this shit together. So, um, I guess it's. Well, but I but I love you, Matthew. Um, but anyways, yeah, as you can find us on you know uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play now, Google Music, uh, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast. Does anybody even still have a Zoom? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But anyways, <laughs> Zoom Marketplace, uh, Podcast Directory, Blueberry Podcast Directory, Miro Guide Podcast Directory. I don't know why there's so many podcast directories. Uh, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, we're brought to you by Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And of course, we're brought to you by Horror Block. If you haven't signed up for Horror Block, go to the Facebook page, click on the Shop Now Sign Up button. And boom, brings you to Horror Block. It's a monthly subscription fee or a three-month subscription fee or a yearly subscription. I think they have a six-month, too. Anyways, pick the plan that works for you. Pick the box that works for you. And uh, we get a little bit of a kickback from that. And you guys get awesome swag every month. Such as, I believe in this month's Horror Block, a couple of the items were Oh, a, that's right. There was, uh, a, there was a beanie of... Silence um, of the Lamb? Yes, which actually I was very interested in. Um, there was also, what was the shirt? It was The a shirt skull. was a skull with, like, two extra eyes and four eyes. I'm not sure. Ah, okay, four so, eyes. Uh, uh, okay, so I, you didn't get, understand that. Oh, it's a cool-looking shirt. No, it's a cool shirt. I just, I just don't sure know what it's from. Was. Um, um, there was also, oh, what else did you say? Or, uh, little, little, uh... There's a couple other things in there, but yeah, you could probably... A miniature creeper, I'll call them. I'm going to call us... Uh, yes, I'm giving our listeners a nickname. I'm going to call them the Creepers. Yes. And the Leechers. Creepers. Uh, well, I don't want to get slandered for that oh, yeah, again. yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Leechers, Creepers. <laughs> Leechers, Creepers. Where'd you get that podcast? It's online, bro. Oh. <laughs> cool. Come um, at me, bro. Yeah, come at me, bro. We'll get to those stories. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, and yeah, those are those sponsors and everything like that. Because uh, the other bumper is already in the beginning of the show. The new oh, perfect. Revenge Lover designs. Oh, awesome. Uh, which I don't know if people actually listen to those or. Well, I do need them. to get a shirt from Raven because she is like really freaking. Clever. Oh yes, I think I talked about it last week. I on our podcast, I don't think don't so. Don't remember <laughs> if I talked about stuff. Oh, uh, you didn't talk it on about it on this one. Okay, so uh, so speaking of shirts, I did post a link to the Facebook page of one mm-hmm. of Raven's shirts. It's the Facehugger from Aliens. Um, pretty Ooh. sweet design. Go ahead and check it out. And actually, you can customize it. Basically, it'll be the same design, but you can actually put it on a t-shirt, a beanie, a... Oh, I don't know beanies. Um, decal. Yeah, decal, I think. 
Uh, you also have baseball shirts, hoodies, all this kind of stuff. So uh, you can actually not even just get a T-shirt. You can just get that. But, yeah, if you're looking for that, you can go to the – it's uh, one of the links on our page. And if not, I'll just retweet it and everything like that. I think I shared it a couple of times as well. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of uh, cool. But, um, yeah, so back to our show and everything like that. So this <laughs> week we uh, we watched a movie by Midnight Shyamalama Ding Dong. Uh, called The Visit. It came out in 2015. Uh, we'll talk about might. Oh, that's right. It came out in 2015. I was thinking it came out last year. No, no, no. 2015. No, Split came out this year, which Split, apparently, I might have to go see just because somebody said there's something in there from another one of his movies that kind of oh. puts the universe together. I think we talked about it on Socially Awkward, um, but I just don't want to spoil anything in case people haven't seen it yet, just like me. But, um, yeah, um, so... Uh, and I probably then, wouldn't get the reference because I've only seen, like, three of his movies. <laughs> I well, I'll put it this way. Apparently, if you've seen, if you've seen Unbreakable... Um, not in a long time, That's, I guess I've that's seen apparently it. the correlation, oh. which is interesting... That uh, that then he started working on uh, Unbreakable Two. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. I was just laughing because I just realized like Unbreakable, and then he dies, and he goes into the Sixth Sense. Um, well, technically, it was Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. I know. I was just saying that. So you're trying to say that the guy, or or when the guy finally passes over, uh huh, that's when he becomes Unbreakable. Oh, so it's reincarnation. He is an act of God. <laughs> dork um anyways anyways but uh yeah so we watched the visit so we'll talk about that we'll talk a little bit about midnight Shyamalan, uh why i put off this movie for a while and uh actually uh i already kind of knew it someone spoiled it for me uh we will yeah. yeah so i'm um, i uh if you are there will be the spoiler the reveal uh his tweet so to speak um but yeah so again if you haven't seen the visit yet it is on hbo go right now so if you have that, go ahead and check it out, or HBO as well, uh, for, I don't know how they do their movies, I think it's monthly or a couple of months, but... Um, they seem to exchange it, I want to say, like, every... With HBO, it seems like it's monthly. Okay. Sorry, I got distracted because I was thinking Amazon Prime at first, and I realized you're talking about HBO Go, but... Because um, Amazon Prime, they just randomly pull things and throw more things on there. I'm like, I have no yeah, idea what which doing. I, my guilty pleasure has now been the Unsolved Mysteries, watching a lot of those and still waiting for the uh, oh, yeah. Robert uh, Stock um, ones to come on, which they said they're coming, so. Uh, anyways. Um, so, oh. But yeah, so we watched so The Visit, so yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit of Midnight Shyamalan, but that's towards the end of the show, and then we'll give what people rated it, what people thought about it, uh, what we thought about it, and so on and so forth. So like I said, I'll put the spoilers in before that. Uh, it's usually towards the end of our show, so listen all the way through, then put us on pause, and then boom, watch the movie, come back, and be like, you know what? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, before we dive into our show and all these crazy things that uh, popped up this week, uh, Anna, how's your week been, and uh, anything new? Uh, my week's been okay. Nothing that new. I mean, other than, like, I've been trying to, like, walk around a little bit more and, like, actually exercise. So today I walked to CVS, um, even though I hate CVS, but they're the medication or they're the uh pharmacy that i have to get my medication through because of my stupid fucking insurance so um <laughs> very violent 
it's stupid fucking insurance. <laughs> stupid fucking Prius. Yes, stupid fucking Prius. That was another thing. So I was talking to one of my friends this weekend, and apparently he has to deal with stupid fucking Priuses too. And he said that he's noticed that every time there's traffic that's slowed down, it's because of a stupid Prius. So I think that's just gonna be. Anytime a Prius cuts you off in traffic, just hashtag be horrorcast, hashtag stupid fucking Prius. Um, I, I want to create this hashtag, or just stupid Prius if you don't want to swear. Okay. So um, I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this show and doesn't swear. Props to you. <laughs> um, like, congratulations. Thank you for uh, putting this garbage yeah, in your yeah, ears. Yeah, thank you for putting garbage in your ears. I'm fucking sorry for that, because I fucking kiss like a sailor and punch like a bitch. Yeah, that's my true. new theme song. Actually, I just realized if we ever got, uh, you know, the studio became this huge, big thing, we started doing multimedia stuff, mm-hmm. uh, other than the podcast, like movies and things like that. I would say the not another be horror cast movie would have to definitely have a scene where you're trying to escape, you run out to the parking lot, and the only car that's there is a Prius, and you're oh, like, fuck that. and you're just like, my worst nightmare, and you literally just rather run, yes. than get in the Prius. Because I'm pretty sure me running would take off. I would get away faster than if I tried to take off in the. No, that's the joke though. So fucking slow. No, that's the joke though. Because then you're running, and then I just come driving up in that Prius, going la la. Oh, you did. What's going on? (laughs) Just be like stupid fucking Prius. Um, I feel like I thought this was a Miata. (laughs) You're just like how high? Really? You? Yeah. I'm like really. Uh, um, but yeah, stupid fucking Priuses, man. Um, um, I would have to drive a Kia Soul in the movie though at some point, so huh. I could be like, my soul, my Kia Soul. Um, yeah, I'm sure fam, American Dad will enjoy that. I'm sure. <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, uh, other than that, I really didn't do too much. I uh, went out to eat at Four Peaks Brewery, so that was fun. Cool. Um. I'm trying to think of what else I did this week. Hmm. Taxes? Did you do your taxes? I did mine, so... I did do my taxes. That was an ordeal. Mm. <laughs> because I got onto my computer to do my taxes, and I went through Chrome, and I couldn't get through Chrome because it just gave me the TurboTax blue screen of death. So then I went through I Safari. Like this is our update. Yeah, pretty much. Well, because it was like, well, you need to do an update for, of your... Um, well, not need, but they were basically like, well, would you like to do an update of your uh, internet browser for, you know, Google Chrome so that you can have a better experience? And I was like, no, I can't do an update because I, if, if I try to do the update, it's not going to let me because it's... Um, it's like, a stupid fucking Prius. Yes. Well, my computer operating system is too old, so I couldn't upgrade to the new Chrome thing, so I had to say no, so then it wouldn't let me get past that page. It would kind of freeze out, so then I went over to Safari. Then I had a ridiculous time trying to log into TurboTax, and I asked for my login ID, and okay. it gave me, like, half of it start out. I'm like, like, emailed it to me with half of it start out. I'm like, what is this, the point of this if you're not even going to tell me what it is? Uh, I, I think their goal is is to stop with, you know, obviously other people breaking into your stuff. But I think what their, their thing was was like, okay, this is what it started with, mm-hmm. and this is what it ended with. So they're trying to be like, here's this, this, you know the rest. But then you're also kind of sitting there going, like, 
Yeah, but I don't even know how it started. Like, yeah, like, I, I've done that where I'm typing something, I do the first part of it, I'm like, wait, was that did I count? Did I did I remember to capitalize this? Is it lowercase? Isn't it? Oh, well, that's shit. the thing is, it was a series of numbers, and I have like I have no <laughs> idea what the hell numbers they picked for me because it was like I originally got it through my bank, mm. and so then they used like my like they used like certain information and then just threw like five or six random numbers at the end and i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to know what numbers you threw at the end if you star it out yeah and then like then i tried to do it on my phone and then it wouldn't let me through do it through my phone because it just kept freezing up so i was Mm -hmm. like okay this is fucking ridiculous and it took me like an hour to try to do that so finally you were nice enough to let me come over and let me do it on your computer, and it finally worked, and it was just ridiculous. Well, I was just like, my computer does so many podcasts and everything. That that was freaky. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry, I don't know if anything jumped or whatnot. All of a sudden, like, I started talking about how, like, you're like, you got, I got to use your computer. I'm like, yeah, because my computer is brand, like, not brand new, but it's up to date yeah, and everything yeah. that I'm all like, and I do all my podcasts on it. Right when I say that, the thing just stopped. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch, making me look bad. Um, but yeah, so that's good. At least taxes are taken care of. Yes. So that was a huge fucking ordeal. But other than that, yeah, not much. Um, lots of joint pain this week. Mm. Like, my hip was bothering me. Then my knee was giving me trouble. Then my tailbone keeps hurting, like, yesterday and today. I have no idea why, because I haven't had trouble with it in, like, about a year or two, and all of a sudden it's just like, tailbone! I'm like, fuck you. So. Trying to think of a good name for a horror movie like that would just, like, start, like, falling apart. Leprosy? No, no, like, you know how your bones are breaking and everything like that. But not leprosy, (laughs) because leprosy is like. Bone leprosy? (laughs) I'm just really sick of the leprosy thing now. That's just my thing now. You have. It's not leprosy. No, it's not. It's bone leprosy. Comes first in the alphabet, bitch. And then he's like, no, no, you have... Doctor, are you? A very bad one. Or the guy has uh, bone cancer and he just keeps telling people he has leprosy. And the doctor's like, it's not leprosy, it's bone cancer. I have leprosy. Damn it! (laughs) It's like, I don't know. I thought it would be funny. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Everyone else is just like, no. Oh, piece by piece. There we go. Um, Nice! (laughs) Give me a few. (laughs) You gotta be more like Mark Bernard with Kevin Smith. Mark Bernard? Yeah, where he's like, let him get there, he'll get there. Yeah, he got there. Yeah, that's the sad thing, is even though you're the stoner, I feel like you're also Mark Bernard of this podcast, and I'm just like the hyper little chihuahua over here like, I'm just a cesspool of knowledge. Emphasis on cesspool, yes. Yes. (laughs) I know. You're garbage. Dark, murky cesspool of knowledge um anyways how was your week my week was fine just same old same old uh just working and did my taxes as well looking forward to that little bit of a refund uh Mm -hmm. apparently anna has interrupted me yes because she likes to use my vape i'm sorry i don't have a vape pen and i decided to sort of quit smoking i have no idea why i'm talking like this right now Anyway, um, yeah. anyways, and my week was okay. Nothing too major. Uh, didn't really do anything. I think this weekend. Uh, I think I did 
food shopping. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Super Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah. I know that's not the football theme, but I like it better. So, this musical analog was brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. <laughs> waiting for that uh, anyways, uh, anyways. actually yeah, so let's I, talk about this for a second so uh, i actually wasn't really that surprised to find out that the patriots won oh yeah like what happened so i was depressed that the patriots won however i can't say that i'm too hugely surprised because if you think about it both of the times that the patriots went up against the giants the Giants were down massively in the first half, uh. and then they came, made this huge comeback and then ended up winning the Super Bowl both times. Mm. Uh, the Cardinals, whenever they went to the Super Bowl, they were doing fine. Then mm-hmm. in the last half, they choked, and the other team ended up winning. I think yeah. that was the Steelers that year. I'm trying to remember if – I don't know if it's a choke, though, or more of like a um, – like a, like a cockiness to it. Too, yeah, because, where they get too lax. Well, I think like, yeah, they're like, hey, dude, we're up like this many points. We're already at this quarter. There's no way this team's going to turn around and do it. And that team would be like, okay, now they're slacking. Let's let's hit them while, they, while yeah, they're down, while, they're while down, their guard is down. Yeah. But again, well, if you want to listen to a sports show, go to Barroom Heroes. Well, yeah, I just wanted to mention that for a <laughs> no, second because I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, well, if no, you I think just about meant, it. Like, I just meant for my own knowledge because I'm uh, like, I don't know shit about sports. So. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny because, like, the few times that I've actually paid attention to the Super Bowl, um, like, that seems to be a recurring theme where the – Winning team will start out really shitty, and then they'll kind of make a comeback at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. But yeah, so that was I think that was about it. Oh yeah, my brother, my brother has his uh, birthday lunch. Um, went to a uh, Mexican restaurant out here. Uh, I was trying to remember the name. It's supposed to be like the original one out here, or something like that. Um, pretty good. Got a chimichanga. I left half of it at my brother's. Uh, chimichanga. Chimichanga. It's time to make fucking chimichanga. No, it's time to make the chimmy fucking changas. Best anti-superhero ever. Only anti-superhero ever. There's more. No, I don't think so. You think I would know when I'm on a show called The Longbox Cast. I know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. There's plenty of fucking anti-heroes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we so. have Punisher. Come on. <laughs> I was just sitting there. Oh, like, Wait just, a second. Nah, he's just fucked up in the hand. Ugh. Brain dead. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so we're going to dive into some shoe notes. Um, uh, So we have uh, some eerie news of the week, so without further ado... It is time for eerie news of the week. Alright, so nothing too crazy in the news this week. One is a... Uh, story that just came out. Uh, so uh, we've always heard about haunted houses. We've yeah. always heard about places that might be haunted or been maybe in a place that has been haunted, but nothing happened or something did happen. But of course, there is apparently there is a haunted house, mm-hmm. and not like in the sense of children's haunted houses. Um, like actually, legitimate yeah, actual. So this actually, it's well, a hotel. But this hotel is so haunted, you have to sign a waiver to stay there. 
So, wait, so just really quickly, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Why is it that so many hotels are haunted? Because uh, I would think that if there's a haunting, the majority of the time, the person would need to spend an extended period of time there. Or that's where they died and they weren't ready to go. Well, oh, I, I, I was thinking about it because, well, back in the day with all these, I mean, some of these hotels have been around since, you know, the beginning of, you know, America. American, yeah, that's true. Uh, so you don't know if anybody has, um, like, when they, they were just coming through and they had a place, they needed a place to stay and, mm -hmm. you know, everything with the health and how stuff was back then, people didn't live long. That's true. So they could have been like, boom, like died and they died at the hotel. But with your, how things kind of work in the spirit world, and I'm, again, not a psychic <laughs> or a medium or anything like that, so don't quote me on this stuff, but what I've heard, <laughs> theories, and gathered from this, where if you died and you kind of don't know you're dead, you're just doomed to wander and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, I've heard that before. You know, kind of thing. And if no one's there to be like, oh, you, you heard it from so Steve first. Yeah. <laughs> psychic Steve. Um. <laughs> It's my psychic's voice, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get. Yeah! I don't know. I couldn't come up with a voice for that. No, you're good. You just sounded like a. Just sounded a bit like an old New Yorker. That's what I was getting. Anyways, but behold the Hotel uh, Shanley. I like how there's like Stanley, Shanley, Bambley. Oh, Stanley, yeah, I've heard Bambley. about the Shanley Hotel. Okay, so widely considered the, to be the most haunted hotel on the East Coast. So haunted even that you have to send a waiver just to stay there. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so. Yes. So now, do you think this is a legitimate haunting where people have gotten hurt, could get hurt, so on and so forth? I would say, uh, I mean, I've heard about the Hotel Shanley being haunted. However, I'm iffy on it simply due to the fact that I haven't heard of any news stories of people complaining and being like, I actually got injured. So, mm. I mean, if you could find me, like, a news story where the, either they were, like, if well, there was a reason, for, like a lawsuit that was in place because of the waiver, I would say look into it. But, I mean, it could also just be like, oh, sign a waiver, just so that if someone falls down the stairs. Uh, well, that's what I was curious about. <laughs> what if someone, like, since the hotel could be pretty old and somebody, like, you know, the floorboard gave out, they don't know. Like, they yeah. do the inspections as best they can, but you never know with a weak house or anything. That someone got hurt. An I-beam falls on them. Or something, but they were probably like, they're like, oh, well, we don't, that wasn't us. It could have been the ghost. It was a yeah. haunting, you know, kind of thing. So maybe they have to put this in place so in case anything does happen, they can't just blame it on it and be like, oh, Gasper did. Yeah. Like, well, Casper can't show up to court, you know. Yeah. The ghost gave you bed bugs. Get out. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of thing. So, um, so it could be something like that. Um, yeah, I've not heard anything lately or whatnot, so I just don't know. If this was just like a slow news day, and they're like, oh, let's throw something up here to deteriorate us from the other tyrants oh, yes. on Facebook. Oh, Batman. <laughs> No, Batman isn't here. You can find me on the Sasquatch show, the socially awkward plug. <laughs> Any hustle. Take another drink, people. He just did a plug. Oh, well, okay. we're not doing a drinking game, so. But yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, this that was a pretty just interesting yeah. uh, story. Uh, this one, of course, is looks technically it looks like the now. I don't know how many people actually know about this. Seventeen. Okay. Don't know how many people actually know about this, but um, so, of course, there's a speculation, rumor, theory, or possibly a curse mm -hmm. of Poltergeist, the original trilogy. 
Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And the very first movie, the eldest daughter was actually, uh, in real life, was uh, kidnapped and murdered by her boyfriend. Wait, I didn't know that part. I know that they had a bunch of issues on the set. They had some issues on the sets, but then they they started calling it the curse, because then the second movie happened. And then the, I believe the man who played the Native American, I'm trying to remember his name, but he was a uh, Native American man in the uh, movie. Drop my Rolos. What? I said drop my Rolos. Uh, something like that. <laughs> um, I think he passed away of like a heart attack and it was like so weird because he wasn't that like old. Like in his 40s or yeah, something Yeah, and weird. then in the third one, I believe the girl who played uh, the basis of the, the little girl, girl, the youngest girl or whatnot, she was, I think she died? Um, like she, yeah, she died, but I'm trying to remember, I don't think it, I I don't think it was murder or anything Mm -hmm. that I think it was like, she just had some weird, like a bizarre accident sort of thing. Yeah. Like a a weird disease or something like that. Or I'm trying to remember, I'll have to look it up. I'm sorry. I'm like butchering that. But apparently the curse keeps, uh. Keeps attacking. Keeps going or whatnot. So the film Poltergeist has been associated with the curse given to some unfortunate events surrounding the cast and crews. Uh, several prime members of the cast. Uh, yeah. So there was the. The Nobel star uh, Heather Oroku, who died uh, just uh, 12 years old. Um, Donna Dominica, oh, wow. who played uh, Deanna Feeling in the original film, was murdered by an angry ex-boyfriend at the age of 22. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was that one. And then Poltergeist 2 star Will Sampson, ah, I got it, and Julian Beck, a Native American uh, shaman. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, Sampson oh. allegedly performed a ritual to ride the set of evil spirits. On a less tragic note, Joan Williams claimed that each night she returned home from the set of the original poster guys and, and a picture hanging on her walls was crooked. It became a regular ritual for her to straighten them out, which, needs to say, gave her uh, nightly spooks. Yeah, that would be really... Uh, either that or I'd just be like, you know what, I'm rehanging this shit because this is annoying. Um, but yeah, so talking about all this kind of stuff, so it looks like the the year the film was released in 1982, the Super Bowl is in the 16th year, Super Bowl 22nd, as seen depicted in the movie by the poster uh, over Robbie's bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, took place in 1988 on January 31st, the same day as 1988 Heather O'Rourke fell ill before dying. Oh. Oh. So, yeah. So, uh, I did post this to the Facebook page, mm-hmm. but there is some, like, kind of, you know, it's like, a, it is a weird thing, because a lot of people said that, like, there was just, like, this weird, oh, actually, you know who hasn't said anything about it? Oh, God, and his name escapes me. Uh, he was, um, he was Coach, but I know you never saw that. I'm trying to, oh, he was the voice of Mr. Incredible. Oh, uh, oh. Because he was the father oh. in the in the original uh, Poltergeist. I, I, I would yeah. be curious to sit down and talk to him about that because I he's I don't know if I've ever seen an interview or anything where they talked about that stuff with him for Poltergeist. In yeah. fact, I don't even know if I ever saw anything him sitting and actually talking about the movie Poltergeist. Uh, maybe it's just something that he didn't want to talk about out of respect for the people who passed away. Oh, may, oh no, he made me look like the bad guy. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to come up with a theory as to why he hasn't, like, talked about it. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it's interesting, though. But, uh, so, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the Craig eerie. T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Uh, coach! Um, uh, yeah. Bleh. Bleh. Um, <laughs> damn it, you... I'm sorry, I, just, uh, I derailed. No, well, this show's been derailed since it started. Uh, yeah, so that wraps up all of our eerie news of the week. Sorry, got it, grabbed it, got it, I'm hanging on. Uh, so we just have a couple, a little bit of news story, nothing too major, 
crazy or anything like that, but uh, well, it's uh, it's another segment on our show. It's So yes, um, so of course, uh, I if you didn't see this coming by now, then I I I don't know what you're doing. But apparently, yes, there is going to be another Sharknado, uh, something that did so bad that became <laughs> very good. Uh, it looks like a brand new. So this one is called Sharknado has been announced uh, mm-hmm. because of its uh, it has. Uh, this is the news article, but it says Sharknado Five dot 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 Earth Zero. Huh. Oh, I get. Huh, I get it. Oh, they, they got won, it. They won five times <laughs> yeah, points. And Earth got keeps, it. Lo- keeps losing. Um. So yeah. So that's um. It just it was announced. It'll probably be on the Sci-Fi Channel by the time this this show ends. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I gotta say, like. For such an idiotic idea, like, they have done very well for themselves, because they literally were just like, we are going to make as much fun of ourselves as we possibly yeah. can, and people were like, you know what, I can go with this. Like, yeah, and, and some of the cast people they get, you know, they got Tara Reid, uh, I think she was in the first one, and I think she came back for, like, the third or the fourth one, I uh, think Dable Hasselhoff has been a part of it, <laughs> I mean, so other people have just kind of embrace this kind of sharknado thing but yeah, yeah no it's, so it's, it's cool them, so like, we'll have to do like a sit down marathon uh you know oh, probably yeah. leading up to the week of when shark sharknado week. uh yeah be, uh, sharknado be five gets released we'll sit down we'll watch yeah. these movies and we'll talk about them because it is kind of a cult phenomenon um <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that was that one story and then another story is basically um this is just a quick little thing so hellraiser the newest film that's getting finished and completed and stuff that so uh Let's see. Yeah, they said uh, that the Hellraiser Judgment uh, getting a theatrical release. Uh, yeah, it's going to get like a limited run, probably mm-hmm. with a couple of select theaters and stuff like that to uh, for this movie to, to hit theaters. But I think that's kind of cool because most of these kind of movies have just been released on the new, you know, digital download and, you know. Video on demand type of thing. Yeah, video on demand and stuff like that. So most of these movies don't really get those kind of big theatrical releases like a lot of horror movies used to get. Yeah, and don't get the attention that it would have in the past. Yeah, so I just thought it was uh, it was pretty cool and pretty uh, interesting. And then another quick story. Uh, so Bates uh, Motel, the series, uh-huh. I, I believe they finished wrapping. Mm-hmm. They've uh, finished season six, which will be their final season. I'm not sure if it started yet, but I guess I think it's on AMC. No, it's not on AMC. It's uh, A&E. Oh, okay. It was on A&E, which is weird now that I say that. Let me do it. You know what? Let me, I'm just going to try to... Right yeah, because I'm trying to think of, like, that doesn't really seem like a show that would be on uh, Let's see. Yeah, a and Oh. Uh, the oh. Fifth and, uh, yeah, the, the fifth and final season of A&E's uh, episodic prequel uh, to Psycho premieres on Monday, February 20th. Okay, so at the end of this month, it, it will be the start of the last season. Uh, but, yeah, so it looks like they just had pictures of them tearing down the sets and everything that kind of, like... That's like, kind of tragic. Yeah, it's it's tragic, but it's also kind of cool, like, to see that, like, hey, something like this, you know, yeah. carried over. And even, like, The Exorcism, which I hopefully gets released, the first season gets released on um, Netflix or some of that, because I kind of wish I kept up on the show, because apparently it's really good. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're, like, network television, you know, for something like this. So uh, it's kind of cool to see that, like, horror... Horror movies are kind of getting a second line. Perfect example, Ash versus the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these people are finding a nice, comfy, 
cool niche hole. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of like TV getting now. a. It's kind of getting like a. In a way, it's getting like a soft reboot because there's all these like tri- uh, like tribute shows and tribute whatevers to these old movies that have like all this gorgeous horror yes. history. Yes. So. Yes, because what you yeah, because what you said like a soft reboot mm-hmm. where literally the people who are going to watch these shows are the cult followings of those movies mm-hmm. anyway. So you're like, oh yeah, I'll jump into this. I'm like, I'll give this a shot. Yeah, and um, then like it it pulls the people in who have never watched it before, like the people like the younger generations. They're like, oh okay. And yeah, a lot of people are watching it, and it pulls movies. them in, and then when they find out, oh, there's movies of this stuff and things like that. So um, yeah. Uh oh yeah, we gotta do that. Oh yeah. We need to do a... um... Yes, we need to do Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and then finish it off with the remake of Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, We gotta do that sometime. We'll call it the uh, Ash vs. Bior cast. (laughs) He probably's gonna win. Um, Uh, Of course, it's Ash. I'll be like, I'm gonna be a All he has to do is say, this is my boomstick, and everyone's like, done! (laughs) No, I'd be like, this is my bong Just whip out your dick, and he's like, really? Kid, how high are you? (laughs) Really high. Do you have any left? Groovy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so I mentioned that to uh, my brother, because he said something about Groovy, like, about a a month or two ago. And I was like, oh, just like Ash. He was like, who? It's like, Ash from Evil Dead, blah, 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 like, Ash versus Evil Dead. He's like, oh, I haven't, I haven't watched it. So because I said that, he actually, like, went and watched the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, well, I hated the reboot. I was like, everyone hated the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. But he was well, like, I haven't seen the reboot. But he was honest. like, my favorite one was Army of Darkness. I was like, I know! It's so good! Sam Raimi, I would love... Uh. God, like, <laughs> such like, good stuff. Yeah, man. like, he and I were just going back and forth with it. Just, and he was I, like, I, I love the skeletons. I was like, I know, they're okay, great. Uh, so, okay, cool. Uh, that's actually really kind of cool, because usually every time you bring something up, you get into a fight with, like, Yeah, with my brother, because he and I have very different tastes in movies and such, but I was really happy that I was able to, like, actually introduce him to something like that, and it was very, very cool. And, um, and also, I wanted to say... Just going back to the Bates Motel thing, we really yes. need to have a like a like either just like a month or two months or something where we watch um, like Hitchcock movies. Oh yeah, no, and I, just I, review those because I um, yeah, we can totally do that kind of stuff, bro. So just out of curiosity, which uh, Hitchcock movies have you seen? I've seen The Birds. I've seen Psycho. I've seen oh shit, what's that one? Rear Window, Vertigo. Yes, Rear Window. Via window. Via window. Uh, rear window. Yes. Um. That's with uh. That's with Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Yeah. The, for that one. Then there's a reboot actually with Christopher Reeve. Where it was like. And, and then, then there's and then also the reboot, Disturbia. Which Disturbia. actually I really enjoyed Disturbia. Yeah, I thought it was a very um, good, uh, movie. Yeah. Um. Have yeah. you seen Vertigo? Yes, Vertigo. Okay. I believe I might have to do a rewatch though. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I can't like I remember birds vividly, but I can't remember like I remember pieces and stuff. And what's the one where what was it? Uh, the one with the plane. Uh, are you thinking of with um William Shatner? Is it with William? No, 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 no. That's, <laughs> I was say, that's that Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. No, 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 it's the not the pl- like it's it's on the plane from the ring. I. Uh, don't understand why Spock hasn't been me out of this <laughs> nightmare. Um, <laughs> uh, 
It's like the guy's running, and the plane comes swooping down after him. North by Northwest. Yes. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Oh, no. I've seen the end of it. So. Which kind of ruins it, apparently. But, um, yeah, I've seen the birds, but I've only seen it once. I don't even know how many times I've seen Rear Window. I saw Vertigo once. It scared the crap out of me. There's a, there's a man over there, and he, he, he's trying to kill me. And that's what I think is so funny is, like, my what? dad said that... <laughs> What, what 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 did your what did your dad say about me? Uh, my dad said that rear window kind of freaked him out because just like the the basis oh, yeah. of the well, movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was a, it was terrific, terrific film to work on. You know, you you just you just gotta give it your all and 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 freak out children. You know, you just gotta be like, I'm watching you. You know and. But it's in Harvey's house. And yeah, I really need Merry to go back. Merry Christmas, everybody! I really need to go back and watch more of Jimmy Stewart's movies because he really is an incredible actor, especially yeah, yeah, in a. Yeah. So this is completely off of I'll horror whatsoever. Down. But have you seen Philadelphia Story? Like it has Cary Grant, Jimmy uh, Stewart, uh, Catherine Hepburn. And, like, a couple other people. And, like, everyone in that movie is a phenomenal actor. And just, like, some of the rapport, like, the comedy rapport that they have is just so spot on. And the timing is so perfect. I banged so many women on that set. <laughs> I was like, here's my Philadelphia story. Zip. <laughs> Captain Hepburn's like, well, I, uh, I like that guy. Jimmy, I, I, I just shut up and touch it, you whore. <laughs> I will not touch it at all, Jimmy. I feel like Catherine Hepburn imitations are a little better if you're in person because then you can't see the shaking otherwise. Um, Dang. Well, she had... Thug life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast just went off the rails. Seriously. Um, Anyways, but yes, we need to have a, a Alfred Hitchcock month or two months. Just kind of watches movies. But anyways, so next news story. Yeah, so this is exciting. Not too much know about it, uh, but it looks like a violent Castlevania TV series is headed to Netflix this year. Ooh, violent. So I'm super excited. Um, I can't wait. So it's like in the press release today, sent out today, uh, <laughs> Netflix revealed that Castlevania Season 1 Part 1 is headed to stream service this year. You may remember the producer... Uh, Akira Shard Dread recently teased that he was working on an animated uh, adaptation of one of the mo world's most popular video games in the last 30 years. We suspected he was referring to Castlevania. Uh, so it looks like, yeah, so Castlevania is a dark medieval fantasy following the survivors, members of a descendant, uh, the Belmonts clan, uh, to try and save Eastern Europe from the uh, vicious hands of, you know, Vald Dracula, Vlad. or Vlad. Vlad. Oh, that's like, I thought it was just Blade. <laughs> Blade. The Baylor. Blade. 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 Dracula. Dracula now. Tempts himself. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like the it's an animated series. Um, so that's going to be pretty, pretty cool. So I'm kind of hoping this kind of might push Nintendo. Uh, maybe in a little bit of uh, giving us some, um, some more content on the Netflix shows. Which actually, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh my god. What? Okay, Nintendo, they pushed this out, which technically I know Nintendo published it in the beginning, but it was by a company called Konami. Mm. Um, but pushing the video game streaming into that kind of genre, I just realized, okay, so with the Switch coming out, mm -hmm. and Switch is going to have the capability of Netflix, mm -hmm. streaming from home and everything like that, but you're like, oh, I want to take it on the go. 
you can now download Netflix shows and stuff to your device. Mm -hmm. So you can literally download it to the... the download Castlevania, the show? Yes, but think about it. Nintendo then starts releasing their, releasing their own Nintendo shows on Netflix. Ah. And then you're like, oh, oh, these shows are... I can download these anytime. The Nintendo stuff is always welcome on this, you know, kind of thing. That's true. I swear to God, if they weren't thinking that, and there's a sh fucking story that comes out in the next couple of days going, Nintendo making shit, I'll be like, you goddamn son of a bitch, give me some of that pie. Right? Uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, so Castlevania TV show, animated, I was curious what they were going to do, I was kind of hoping they were pushing towards animation, uh, which kind of, I would be like, yeah, I would be totally down for that, and especially you're grabbing, anybody who's into anime probably, and yeah. you're grabbing all the old school fans of Castlevania, and then you're grabbing, like, anybody else is like, oh, dude, you should totally check this out. Like, oh, you like vampires and shit? Here, boom. And then be like, Netflix and chill people have just like... So, do you think that they would ever do a Netflix series of Legend of Zelda? Um, no. No? Why not? Because Legend of... Well, this is the thing. Yeah. This is going to be the first Legend of Zelda game uh -huh. that's coming, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh -huh. Or, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Um is going to be the first one that I believe has voice acting in it. Oh. So as of right now, Link, Zelda, and everybody, they didn't really have voices. They did have, like, oh, and things like that, like oh, little sound yeah. effects and stuff, uh, but not a distinct voice or anything to kind of push it together. So uh, hearing those and then trying to piece all this stuff together now with, um, like, an finding basically finding someone who's, perfect to play link or is he just going to be a silent character like he is in the game like there's so many things that there will also have to explain after mm -hmm. you have to talk about like what what link is this or if they're just going to create a brand new storyline for this cartoon show which is possible you could do that in the legend of zelda universe but it's also a very very touchy touchy property of like oh you, yeah because there's so many legends you, zelda well it's not even that but it's like too. yeah but it's like you don't fuck this up and i yeah and i know i know anybody at nintendo knows that like i don't think any new person would be like let's do this and they'd be like oh get we out do not do that uh, please leave <laughs> uh but okay so what is this jennifer Connolly? yes so um i actually found a story let's see if it'll let me read it so uh jennifer Connolly is actually going to be playing the villain and robert rodriguez robert rodriguez's alita battle angel so huh. it's um it's a uh, adaptation of Yukito Kishiro's Battle Angel Alito manga series. Um, oh. So it has a tentative release date of July 20th of 2018. So uh, Rose Salazar is the title character, along with Jackie Earl Haley, Christoph, uh, Christoph Waltz, Ed Screen, Kian Johnson... Mahershala Ali, Lana Condor, Ali, Isa Gonzalez, uh, a couple other people. Uh, it's a... Oh, really? Really? You're going to leave my boy hanging there? Leonardo Wu? Le Leonard Wu and Marco Zoror. There you go. And uh, Jorge Lennon Lindeborg Jr. Because that's a name. Oh, um, yes. But I guess it says, set in the 26th century, Alita tells of a female cyborg, Salazar, that is discovered in a scrapyard by a scientist. With no memory of her previous life except her deadly martial arts training, the woman becomes a bounty hunter tracking down criminals. 
the action-adventure story is meant to serve as a backdrop to themes of self-discovery and the search for love. You look like you're cringing or you have something <sighs> to say. Well, I'm glad that they're finally, um, well, we'll see with Ghost in the Shell when that comes out this year, mm-hmm. um, how well they add, take this anime and make it live action. Uh, the last time they did that, uh, well... They've done it a few times. They do it in Japan quite well. But uh, the last one they tried to do that with here was a Dragon Ball, which oh, was yeah. pure garbage. Yes. Um, but the uh, it's uh, the reason why I cringed a little bit because it's like Ghost in the Shell again. It's a female cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, she I believe she works for the police. Oh, God, I should know this. I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I think she works for the police force, but it's kind of like. Yeah. It's like okay, now now great the manga again mangas you hear them Sorry. you're like. You hear them, or not hear them, but you read them and everything like that, and some do have similarity stuff, but they go in their own directions and make a cool story and stuff like that. My assumption is, okay, you're buying this one, are you trying to compete with Ghost of the Shell, and is this just going to be like, are we going to get, like, if someone gets the rights to Cowboy Bebop, and then that same year another studio is like, oh, we're going to make Trigun to compete with you, you know, kind of thing. By the way, James Cameron is producer on this, so... Yeah, I don't know how you feel about James Cameron. I have no problem with James Cameron. Like, as a director... Okay, some people do have a problem with him. Well, I mean, it says producer, not director, so... I mean, well, we'll see okay, again, yeah, well, look what kept happening with Michael Bay. Michael Bay, uh... That's, yeah, that's true. It was produced by, and everyone's all like, fuck this movie! Yeah, I know. I'm like, seriously, just give him a fucking chance. But, um, yeah, I have no problem with James Cameron, other than Titanic. Um, but... Oh yeah, what's your what's your gripe with Titanic? I just hate it. I think it's dumb. I I mean, I don't mind like Hannah's a, never found love on a boat. That's the real story. Honestly, no, I've never <laughs> found love on a boat because usually when I was on a boat, I was with my grandparents and my cousins. Oh. So <laughs> unless I'm anyway. like, yeah. Um. Anyways, she's a joke killer. <laughs> I really am. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really have a problem. What was I gonna so. say? Oh, but yeah, Titanic, The Notebook, and um, oh, yeah. what's the other stupid? Okay, well, Notebook, I would never see. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Titanic, I saw because it's like you go in there and you're thinking like, okay, like at the age I saw, no, I'm not thinking this. I'm all like, where's the fucking dinosaurs? Seriously. Caprio! <laughs> Show me dinosaurs! There's a Show dinosaur. me the dinosaur! There's the dinosaur! He is over behind. Oh my god! I want to see that mashup where it's just a T Rex on the front of the boat going, I'm king of the world! With his little T Rex arm. Uh, yeah, no. Um, no, it was just, I guess, like. When it started breaking apart in the descent, but it's like this, the love story they put in it's with crap. this. You're just kind of like, all right, whatever. I don't the bad guy, it. though, I can't remember, well, quote-unquote bad guy. But he's a really good actor. I'm trying to remember what else he's been in. But I saw him in something recently. I was like, he's oh, that hey. that good. Oh, Wait. was it? Uh, it was something we just had to watch, I guess. Yeah. And now I'm totally drawing a blank. And I, uh, I can't remember. But anyway, so actor. Jennifer Colomay will be playing a villain in... Yeah, so I thought that that was going to be that's that that's very interesting that she's cast as a villain because like every time I've seen her, like she's either just like a random love interest, yeah. like in Hulk, or you know Rocketeer, or it's like, or even um, Dark City, she's just like the oh, the wife right. yeah, yeah. slash love interest, and so now it'll be kind of nice to see her like in a different kind of role. Yeah. So because she is a really good actor and a or actress, sorry. 
And I feel like, like, there's a lot more that she could do. And so I'm really interested to see, like, what direction that takes. Um... Well, it's also kind of cool because I think a lot of these people doing superhero movies... And, Billy Zane, that's the name guy, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, but doing all these kind of superhero movies and things like that, it kind of gives you this kind of, like, it's fun to play a villain. I mean, like, Tom Hiddleston, for crying out loud, playing as Loki, he probably enjoys that character just because it's, like, the one thing where he's like, okay, I can let loose. Yeah. I can do this. I can do that. You know, it's kind of like you, you fall into your own. It's kind of a fun character to play. Because kind of, like, the director will just be like, if they know they're good at something, they might just be like, oh, yeah, just do this, hit this point, this point, and this point, but just have fucking fun or something like that, you know? Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times whenever you play the villain, like, number one, you're able to branch out more as, like, an actor, and number two, like, you're able to branch out more and, like, you're able to do just kind of, like, whatever you want and just see, like, how far you can take somebody. Yeah. Which is, like, one of the reasons why, like, I feel... Like, um, Mark Hamill has so much fun whenever he's playing the Joker because, I mean, for one thing, it's voice acting, so it's like... But yeah, all with the same, you gotta know yeah. acting before you can do voice acting, it's the same, it's the same thing. Yeah, like, but you just kind of, like, you, I feel like a lot of times whenever you're a good guy, like, you're very constricted as to, like, your emotions, like, you always have to be, like, you know... Yeah. Happy, sad, well, not or even that. I brooding. Would, I like, would give I would give props to major props to freaking Kevin Conroy, uh, the man who's been the voice mm. of Batman and everything like that because yeah. he literally has to keep it at a certain point that you're like, uh, oh fucking bad. <laughs> Got this guy. I was like, what are you fucking babbling about? Um, <laughs> life is shit. Um, <laughs> take a drink. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can branch out more, you do stuff, because it's like, sometimes when you're playing that hero and things like that, you really just have to be like, okay, well... You kind of get stuck in this headspace of, I'm always the good guy, I have to either be, you know, I have to either be, like, vengeful or brooding, or just mm -hmm. kind of like... And you oh, Kevin Conroy, that's what I was talking about, being like Batman and having to actually show some emotions when he's Bruce Wayne. And showing, like, the range between... Yeah, and but, like, keeping it very, just still docile, and just kind of like... Yeah. Oh, uh, you know... Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's got to be funny with just between Mark Hamill and him because it's just literally him just like, you can't do that. He's all like, like ah, do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> but again, um, like, it's like a bad guy, like, you can have a huge range. Like, you can, like, which is the most fun, I feel like it probably is, especially with, like, if you're, like, partially mad, you can go from, like, you can literally just, like, switch emotions like with in a blink of an eye and it's just natural to your character because that's just your character yeah so. that's that's what i think is so much that's gonna be so much fun for an actor david tennant david tennant perfect example oh purple yeah, man purple man um kilgrave yes um yeah i know yeah that's a prime example like i'm pretty sure him him they've been like oh you could have been a they're like oh we we had a we had a hero lined up if you want to play that and he's probably like no man let me it's like let I've me been play a the villain, let yeah. Let me do a villain role. Like, a lot of people's... I mean, look at Michael Keaton right now. He's going to be the Vulture. Yeah, you which know? I'm super excited about. So that's going to be kind of an interesting taste, because he's been on both sides of the cow, so to speak. Ah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that would be kind of an interesting take, you know, yeah. what, like what people do. But yeah, um, so that's going to be cool. I'm glad they're doing more anime movies, and we'll see what happens. But how about this? Fans of Ghost Adventures mm -hmm. uh, wonder no more whatever happened to Zack... Baggins? Baggins, I think. Baggins! Baggins! Baggins. Zach Baggins. Has confirmed new episodes, will widely populate paranormal investigation series, uh, will uh, be uh, 
oh, I don't know what you're doing. You're like <laughs> whispering to the chair. Yes, I'm whispering um, to the chair over here. I'm that drunk. Yeah, so it looks like uh, because he started his haunted museum or something like that, like in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, but yeah, it looks like, uh, but I, I called the story like, come at me, bro. So um, I honestly <laughs> have never seen, I've seen like bits and pieces of them. Like people have taken them and made either gifts or uh, it used to be a show on E! television called The Soup, which, oh, yeah. which is a, pretty much a reboot of Talk Soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, there was little things that there was like, come on, get me, ghost bro. And Trying to anger spirits and whatnot. So we'll see. We'll see where these guys go. Um, all that kind of stuff. I don't have high hopes for that. But no one does. Well, apparently they're coming back other and than, people are excited. Yeah, other than just his last name is Baggins. So well, he's, he's always... Rudo Baggins! Oh, my God. I just put the pieces together. There, there you go. He's always going on an adventure. Oh, my God. Eagles! <laughs> well, think about it. It's like ghost adventurers, Baggins. Yeah. I'm going on an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. There and back again. Yeah. A Hobbit's Tale by Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins. <laughs> so, like, bro, like, so there's this dude named Bilbo. Did you say Billabong? No, bro. Bilbo. <laughs> anyway, so he's, like, like retiring or some shit, because there's another book I'll write, which will become for all this, but I'll get to that later, Braham. So, anyways... <laughs> Um, his little cousin or daughter or son or another little Bilbo comes out, and his name's Some Frodo. But I wanted to call him Frito, but they'd be like, oh, bro, bro. And he's like, slow your rolls, bro. Fro, bro. I don't know how to end this. Dude, the Eagles are playing tonight. Perfect. <laughs> Done. All right, anyway, so. But, yeah, go back and listen to that episode of Life is Shit, because the fucking how you got to the Eagles is just fucking awesome. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so the, the visit. visit uh came out in 2015, and we'll give you a little bit of the synopsis. This is literally the synopsis on IMDb. Two siblings become increasingly frightened by their grandparents' disturbing behavior while visiting them on a vacation. Um, uh, so okay, so this was this was kind of um, this was kind of um, Midnight Shyamalan coming back. Supposedly, um, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, he was away for a while. I yeah. believe the last movie he uh, directed or wrote was, I think, the Avatar movie. Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, I can actually probably look at his shit right now if I wanted to. Uh, but yeah, so he he kind of he kind of came back, and then his new movie just came out split as well. Um, this one apparently a lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I'm looking at reviews going. Okay, I'm a little skeptic, but I, a lot of people who saw it who didn't review the movie. Uh, really, they liked it, and they thought the twist was really kind of cool. So when I heard about the twist, I just realized after watching the movie, the person who explained the twist to me explained a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there going, well, like, well, no wonder it makes sense with the, um, again, spoilers, since we're already talking about it, but it's like, uh, well, I was just saying, oh, that's why it made sense with the twist, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so that, 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 that's, uh, but yeah, we'll talk about this. So yeah, so Midnight Shyamalan, I believe that was his last film. Uh, he kind of stepped away a little bit, working on some projects and stuff like that. Like I said, Split just came out, but this was, uh, basically his kind of reintroduction, uh, back to the world of kind of simple filmmaking, uh, with little, you know, kind of ambiance of, you know, little Alfred Hitchcocky-ness to it and trying to figure out stuff. And then he kind of gave you some pretty good, like, freak out kind of moments uh yeah i feel like it's sort of like he tried to do his own version of cloverfield in a way 
Uh, with like, or it's kind of like a twist at the end, and it's like a hand cam perspective. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, so a little bit more of the synopsis. So it looks like basically the two children. This woman has two children. Uh, she talks about her uh, first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically was with them, had the kids with them, but then he left. He just got up on a younger girl and just left, never came back. Uh, her grandparents or their grandparents, which is her mother and father, uh, had a huge fight, mm-hmm. and she basically hit her. Uh, well, she basically, she didn't really specify well, she what happened. She just said something bad happened, and she left. Yeah, and then they left. Uh, then she left and never looked back and everything like that. So then they started, this girl wants to be a film, her daughter wants to be a filmmaker, so she's kind of doing this documentary. So that's why there's these two cameras. One kid has a camera, she has a camera. So they're kind of going back and forth and doing a little bit of interviews. But she's trying to put together her family tree and trying to learn a little bit more about her mom, her past, her grandparents' past, uh, and then even maybe try to get some stuff uh, for their father that they have no idea, you know, where he went and all that kind of stuff. So And I, also try to get some closure for her mom. Yeah, yeah, like why? Uh, like with the whole, like, try and get her, like, parents to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, because they, they just haven't spoken. So they yeah. go to go see the grandparents. So mm-hmm. they sh- the mom drops them off. The mom goes on a vacation, like a cruise. That's what the kids, quote-unquote, gave her as a gift. Uh, so that's, like, already kind of like, okay, now we're, we're split – Oh, sorry, I just was realizing, like, now I'm just kind of thinking about it, like, how much allowance did those kids get that they're like, here, Mom, here's a cruise? <laughs> I don't know, unless they want it. Who knows? But, um... <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, but, like, now it's, like, the gap from them were pretty far to begin with, mm-hmm. but now it's even, like, farther now. Like, yeah. so if shit goes wrong, and that kind of builds that kind of fear factor of, like, well, these kids aren't old enough to drive, these kids aren't old enough to, you know, um pretty much probably do a bunch of anything. I think the girl was only, like, 14. Something like that. Something like that. Like, I know... I think she's, like, 14, 15. Something like that. So, okay, so, of course, they go meet the grandparents. I'm just giving a quick little rundown of some of them. When we get to certain points, we can talk about it. Because this is all... Basically, the build-up is is pretty pretty long. I, I it, it takes a while for it to get to where it's going, but you're still... You're, like, intrigued. I was intrigued. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like, okay, what's... Like, okay, let's see how... Yeah, I will say, like, especially with how they kind of spliced in the interview with a mom and with yeah. the kids and stuff like that, I thought it was a very interesting way and a very good way of kind of, like, building up the intrigue and being like, okay, well, at least you have, like, a little bit of a backstory before you meet these people, and mm-hmm. it's not just like, grandma, grandpa, and then you find out about all the shit later. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so they, they meet their grandma and grandpa, and they have a sign for them. They they see them for the first time and everything, and they start talking and stuff, and everything seems fine. Everything mm-hmm. seems normal, good. And then the grandfather lets them know. He's like, okay, yeah, we, we usually go to bed about 9.30, uh, so just don't leave your room, uh, you know, stuff like that. And uh, somebody wanted to get, like, a cookie at some point. They're like, oh, no, they're probably safe. They're not going to hear you. Just, you know, just don't abuse this quote-unquote kind of privilege kind of thing. And as soon as she um, walks out, uh, she goes to go down the stairs and she sees the grandmother just puking and she's like, Oh my God. And she goes like back upstairs, like kind of thing and shuts the door and it's all like, yeah, I think grandma was sick or whatnot. No, uh, you're looking at me. And so I don't know if I missed something. No, 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 no. Okay. 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 I'm just getting to this. So that was like the first weird interaction. Yeah. Now, how'd you feel about that scene when you saw it and everything like that? Like, what was your like? Cause like, I just saw it. It, it was just weird. Honestly, if I hadn't already known the twist at the end, I would have been like, possession! Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but that was, like, kind of my first thought, because, like, I mean, whenever you first meet the grandparents, they seem too focused on being normal. And it just kind of, like, gets weirder and Yeah, weirder yeah, because then they kind of just start deteriorating throughout yeah. the movie. Like, it just starts getting worse 
and worse and worse uh, throughout basically like these what like five days six days because I think they're I think it was either six or seven days yeah so um they're pretty yeah like kind of like a week or whatnot Mm -hmm. so and they actually kind of walked you through that's like Monday so then you kind of start seeing like all the stuff that's yeah uh going downhill so yeah so it's just but all all of a sudden all you think is like okay something's wrong with the grandma because the grandfather seemed fine yeah and then slowly but surely you start noticing like he um he just starts doing weird shit, like he's incontinent, was one of the excuses that they had. Yeah, like there was a, well, there's a part where he's having a conversation with um, uh, the daughter, the granddaughter or whatnot, and he's literally like dressing himself. He's putting stuff on, he's in the thing and stuff like that, and he literally oh, yeah. puts on this entire tuxedo, and he's like, all right, I'm ready for the costume party, and you're kind of like, uh, like in my head with the story, you're like, oh, okay, it's just that. Uh, yeah, I was just like, a, oh, I guess he's going out. A gossip party or something like that. And then they're like, no, they're, and he looks at and he's like, oh, man, like, I look ridiculous. And you're like, okay, so he's a little, like, you know. And you then think, you, like, dementia at first. Yeah, I was all like, okay, well, maybe he's just, um like, he actually might be the normal one. Yeah. And then she might just be the one that's all fucking all crazy, crazy yeah. and shit like that. But it slowly keeps building and building, and then the twist starts. Okay, so... When when for you okay so <laughs> this is not a rating system this is just like I think when do you in your mind when if that was you uh-huh. you're one of these children something kind of fucking like when when did for the first time for you when it finally hits this point where you just go fuck it I'm out like you don't like I'm not even gonna wait this out yeah like it got to this point and I'm 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 like fuck it I'll just go the stove thing the oh, first stove incident oh, okay so the first stove incident so yeah. if like that happened to you you'd be like. I'm out. You're like, I'm going to go film outside and just not come back? Yep. Okay, so that was that for you. What do I for you? Oh, that's what I was trying to think. So it's like, um, I'm trying to think whether you would... So like, even you know, when she was running around in the fucking, uh, underneath the, uh... Oh, yeah! The floor thing or whatnot, and she's just like... Yeah, yeah and the crawl space yeah, underneath. Yeah, the crawl space underneath or whatnot. And she's all giggling yeah, and shit. Yeah, it was, that's, you're just like, oh, this is... That crazy. actually gave me goosebumps. I was like, that oh, was this pretty, is actually kind of fucking creepy. It was creepy. pretty fucking creepy. That's when I was like, like, I... Oh, perfect question. So, out of all the weird incidents, what was your favorite moment? What do you think was the creepiest moment? And what do you think was, like, kind of the funniest or, like, kind of, like, the most, like... Maybe either funniest or kind of the most, like, just out of the blue moment for you. Uh, well, I think the funniest, and you probably agree with me, with the Yahtzee. yeah. Like, he was like, I was a Yahtzee player. This is basically... Yeah, he goes, I'm a Yahtzee pro. And his wife just goes, you can't be a Yahtzee pro. That takes ten years. And you're just like, the fuck? And this is the part, like, this is the part where the kids know they aren't their grandparents. And, and they're, they're super and they're, creeped out. And they're fucking crazy. They know they're crazy people. Yeah. But then these people, like, as soon as, like, that's kind of, like, hinted that the, they know, mm-hmm. and they probably figure it out. But you, that's the point where you see, like, they start, like, literally, like... Like just being like, all right, you have to be ten years. No, no, just like he's like yeah. ten. Years. Like they start going off the handle of like how much crazier yeah. they actually really are, kind of thing. I think that was like my funniest moment. Um, creepiest moment. Um, I think the creepiest. Okay, the one was when they set the camera up finally. Oh yeah, and she just pops up out of nowhere, and she's kind of running around the the, the house over there, that yeah. living room and stuff. You're just like, okay, so she doesn't notice the camera, and then she kind of disappears, and literally it's just you hear this like like kind of scurrying across the like floor and then she just kind of pops up but what really scared me was the fact that she grabs the camera yeah walks into the kitchen grabs a knife and just starts walking upstairs you see her with this knife thing you know holding Mm -hmm. the knife going up and then she literally just sets the camera down walks over and starts just knocking on the door like the kid's door yeah yeah and then it's like then she goes back and puts 
the camera back right where it was and just mention it to the kids and then they go ahead and watch it the next day and you're like so I'm like I don't know if it was the fact that she's like I can't get into this door or don't fuck with my house kind of thing like yeah. I know everything you can't like like so like so watch like I this is what I'm capable of basically kind of like showing her like I will I will fucking kill kids I don't care like kind of thing and you're like oh like to me that was like like I'm like I'm not waiting for mom to show up I'm getting the fuck out of here right um I think, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, those would be the two weird, just kind of like, what the hell moments and stuff. Um, um, I would say, and also, just kind of like, do you have one that you just thought was like, just kind of like, totally random and bizarre, like, even for there? Like, um, would it be like the tuxedo incident, or would it be... Uh, I think the weirdest, well, the one to me... That sticks out in your mind? Yeah, the thing that sticks out in my mind. Oh! Hmm. Oh, that, no, that was a fucked up part, too. Oh, Which shit. one? Uh, basically, like, they go to leave... They go to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like, they're finally, like, shit's hit the fan. They're trying to run out the back door they were getting to. And as soon as they open the door, one of the women who've come by was looking for her husband. Oh, they yeah. They were like, oh, can you come back? Oh, yeah, we'll show you. We're in the in the backyard. We'll show you, like, something or something like that. They literally open, throw the door open. You just see her body just hanging there from a noose, like, on the tree in the backyard. And it was literally like they opened the door and like he quickly closed it kind of thing. It's like a very split second thing. You're just like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Like I'm like I know they're batshit crazy and what they're capable of, and then it's like, um, oh, that was a I. I see why they did it because it was part of the twist. Uh huh. Um, when they found out the people. They're not their grandparents. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, people. Um, they find out, like, they show... They finally get their Skype working. Well, they, they clean the camera off because the woman got batter on it. See, that's the thing with them. It's like, they're fucking nuts, but they have ingenious ideas. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's kind of like, okay... Well, I think it's because they're so obsessed with having, like, this week of normalcy or something like that, that even though they know that they're coming unraveled uh-huh. and that they can't keep this up, they're still fighting to try and keep it going for as long as they can. Yeah, so basically they kept the gunk off. The grandparents are outside. They're talking to them. There's something wrong with grandma and grandpa. Now, they've been Skyping with their mom off and on. They just She just couldn't see them. Yeah. But they could see her and everything like that, which I thought was like a clever idea where you just have to show just one Skype screen. You don't have to do it back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Um, so they're talking about, oh, grandma and grandpa are really weird. They're like, well, she, they're just old, and there's this they're going through, and, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. And then you find out, like, when they finally clean off the camera, they show it to her and goes, yeah, Grandma. And he goes, who are those people? And she goes, that's not your grandparents. And the kids are like, uh. <laughs> and she's like, are these the people you've been staying with for this past week? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And immediately she gets on the phone. She starts getting like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. So by that time, like, I, okay, so once you find that out, the, so, like, I thought that was like the, like, the, oh, shit, you know, twist. And then when you go downstairs, and I felt like it was kind of like, didn't really, didn't really explain anything mm-hmm. or whatnot, but it looks like she goes down into the basement, finds the garbage, and it was just like the bodies of the grandparents are in there. Like, okay, but I'm like, well, I think they would have been able to dispose of the bodies somewhere else kind of thing. And then you see, like, these uh, mental institution uh, attire thrown in the garbage with them as well. And I was like, okay, so they escaped from a mental institution. I'm like, but no one's looking for them? Yeah, that was the thing that came up, is, like, some people said that, uh, like, somebody from the mental institution came and, like, was asking them to come back, but they didn't, like, actually, like, 
grab them and take them back. Yeah. Which I was like, I don't know if that necessarily makes sense. What I think probably happened is like they knew that they were escaped, and so they probably wanted to talk to the couple, mm. the like the actual grandparents, to be like, hey, do you know where these people went? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And that's why people kept showing up at their door. Like I don't think anyone actually knew that they were, you know, really pretending to be. Well, that's the, the thing I'm trying to. Grandparents. That, well, that's the thing I'm trying to figure out though. Because there's the neighbor who's looking for somebody, and she comes to their house twice. But she doesn't ever meet the grandparents. No, they take her out back. The second time? Yeah, the second time. She's out there yelling at them. They're like, oh, just come with us. Come oh, with I thought us. that she was just like a mental patient. What, the woman with the... The chick that showed up that, like, that started having the argument with them in the backyard. Um, I thought she was a mental patient, because I thought that she was like... Like, I thought she had been released, but because she was talking about, like, oh, yeah, your grandparents helped me a whole lot, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, they, she probably was, but I'm saying, like, when she showed up, like, that's what I'm saying. When she showed up to see them the second time, like, there wasn't really a big reaction of, like, you are not these people because, obviously, she knows these people because she's got help from those people. That's what I'm saying. There was just a couple of stuff thrown in there that yeah, you're, like, you're really kinda... trying to tie this together, but I think it would have just been fucking... Actually, what you could have done... Oh, my God. How you could have done it? Well, how the movie ends and everything like that, but, like, everyone gets free, escapes, and stuff like that. And instead of it being, like... The um that whole like bodies in the tr- garbage or whatnot and uh, whatnot you could have literally just done a thing with a newspaper, flying down going like two escape mental patients finally you know apprehended. Yeah. If um, you really wanted to put like closure on that shit or whatnot, I don't know. Um, it seems like I was I'm trying to remember it was formulated a lot better in my head and then. No, you're fine. Um. Oh, but I was also going to say, so one of the parts that actually kind of weirded me out as well, which I don't know why this freaked me out so much, or not really freaked me out, but I was just kind of like, though, that's, like, it seemed like a huge indication of, like, mental problems, mm-hmm. is whenever the grandma just starts, like, stuffing the cookies in her mouth, like, right at 930. Oh, yeah. Like, I just thought that was, like, really bizarre and, like, a really weird thing to do. Like, she literally just starts stuffing her face with cookies yeah. at, like, 9.30. And she just kind of starts, like, rocking back and forth. And you're just like, oh, shit. Oh. And then also the part whenever she's just laughing to herself. Oh, like, yeah. hysterically laughing to herself as she's facing the wall in a rocking chair. And then she says something about, like, oh, if you don't laugh, then it doesn't keep the dark. You have to laugh to keep the darkness at bay. Yeah. And you're just like, uh. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pretty pretty crazy stuff. So before we give our uh, ratings of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about everybody else who gave it. So uh, first up is uh, Rotten Tomatoes this time around. They gave it a 64%. Okay. So that's what I'm kind of curious about because I did hear in 51% liked it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people did like this movie, I think. Um, I just, I guess maybe critics didn't like it or whatnot. But uh, IMDb gave it a 62 so five out of five. Uh, what do we want to do this week? Diapers. <laughs> Good pull. <laughs> so five out of five dirty diapers. Uh, we'll be rating the visit movie and some of that. So again, uh, Shyamalan's little kind of reintroduction to the world again. Uh, he kind of burnt me a lot, especially when you have source material, but you still fuck the movie up. Uh, yeah. Avatar. Uh, the yeah. Last Airbender. Um, you but had the entire storyline, and you still managed up to fuck it the way, up. The way people hyped this movie um, didn't live up to the hype. For uh, the visit. Oh. Um, it was good and interesting. There's some kind of, ooh, parts, but, you know, I saw it, you know, basically I waited until it was on HBO Go and watched it there, and that was fine for me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, it's, it's a good reintroduction to us, I guess, but uh, I don't know. 
Uh, I'd probably give it like a, I don't know, a half. Out of five? Out of five dirty yeah. diapers. <laughs> yeah. And that's mostly just because of Shimanon. Shimanon? Shimadama Ding Dong. <laughs> Midnight Shimalama Ding Dong. Yeah. Uh, Ramatantan. I mean, I give props to all the actors and actresses in the movie. I thought they, they all did a phenomenal job and everything like that, but I don't know. I just think yeah. his writing was... The kid was really annoying. Uh, oh, yeah. The, I'm going to rap. Shut up. No yes. Yeah. You're um, right. Shut up. But, yeah, the... Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's mostly on him. I think the writing was kind of weak in this one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think I'd probably rate it about a two and a half. Two and a half. So you liked it a little bit more than me. Now... I simply liked it because despite the the plot holes and everything, I still thought that like some of the things he did were actually was actually like really clever and some of like just just showing the like the mental um decay that's not the word I'm looking for. Um ah, I can't think of the word. Totally blanking on the word I want to use. Um, uh does it start with a D? I think so. Uh so you said decay and it wasn't that uh diminish. Uh, no, it, ah, give me a minute. All right. Um, but just keep talking. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's an okay movie. I mean, I mean, it has its kind of like, ooh, and ah moments and stuff like that, but it's a movie you will not be able to watch again after knowing what pretty much happens. It's kind of like The Sixth Sense. I don't think I've ever watched The Sixth Sense. I guess, I don't know if any of his movies have replay value at this point. Um, but to rate it, I mean, it was a lot better, uh, than The Village, uh, to me, because uh, I hated the village. Um, so, but I never saw. But they are on HBO actually right now. I feel like I should have a fucking HBO sponsor for crying out loud. Uh, but yeah, most of his movies are. I think all of his movies, um, except for The Happening. Um, yeah, I still don't remember what I was the word I was going to use. But basically, just kind of watching no. like the uh, like the downhill slope of the par- of the grandparents and just kind of like how deterioration. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, right there now. we go, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just watching like the mental deterioration of like their entire like um, like their personalities and just kind of like their perception of reality and just how quickly it went downhill like it was very interesting to watch and i thought that he portrayed that very well um and he did have some like interesting like oh shit moments like the part in the crawl space underneath the house yeah and you know like like i said like there's there it there was potential and there was some things that he did very well there were other things that i was just like really so, but we'll see. Uh, Split has also has these kind of mixed reviews as well. Um, I kind of want to see it though, because like we talked about a little bit in the beginning, I guess there's a there's some kind of correlation relationship to uh, Split and the movie Unbreakable. And as of course, I just noticed that uh, he is finishing. He's just finished the outline to Unbreakable two. So, I would say Unbreakable is a movie you can watch again. That's well, a superhero movie. It's a low budget superhero movie. Well, yeah, but you said that you don't know of any M. Night Shyamalan movies that you could watch twice, and I say that one. Ah, maybe, but I kind of already know. Oh, ah, I don't know. Ah, maybe. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you just do what you got to do. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's uh, going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I want to thank you all for listening, and don't forget to find us now on Google Play or Google Music. I'm not sure. I'll probably have this right next week. <laughs> um I just got it. I don't know what I'm doing with it. Um, but yeah, also don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BHorrorCast. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. We're almost at 50, so alien. One away. 
Alien needs to happen, so come on, kids, come on, like our page. One like we don't, page. we don't spam you guys. We gotta, we just repost other successful places stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I we're not spamming you. We're just reposting shit. Yeah, we're so just if you post things. something interesting, we'll probably repost it from you. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and also, if you want to write us an email, uh, not to another bhorrorcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us some spooky stories. You have them. We'll read them on air. Uh, you could be incognito. We can say your name. You can give us a, an, an alias. Um, I thought I said cognito. Cognito. Incognito. Incognito. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's uh, everything I have to add. Anna, is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners before we shebang this bad boy? Um, beware your grandparents. Creepy. <laughs> well, until next time, creeps and... Creepers. Creepers and... Losers. I don't know. No. We'll just stick with losers. We'll creepers, creepers and leechers. That yes. Was it. That's horrible. All that's horrible. <laughs> Everything I'm saying right now is horrible. But anyways, until next time, kiddos. Carpe noctum. has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.